Hi, gang. It's your old pal, Anthony and Steve from Reviewing History. Hello, everyone. I would just like to say, before you hear this upcoming episode, some of our Italian-American listeners may be slightly offended by some of the language used in the upcoming proceedings. I will translate that into Italian. Listen, you guinea fucks. Do not get angry when we say the word WAP. You may hear WAP, Dago, Guinea, things like that. Get over it. Get over it. It's not a big deal. Nope. Listen, <laughs> Italians don't face racism. We don't face racism. We, we, don't, we don't deal with it as a people. We don't care. Much like New Jersey, we're stronger than the storm. Stronger than the storm. <laughs> I'm not Italian. I have no say in this. But would you say that it's your word so you could say it? Yeah. It's our word. It's yeah. our word. We're, We're both Italian, back. realistically. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, anyway, if you got a problem, we'll break your fucking legs. Yeah, don't fucking speak to us. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> but yeah, we love everybody. <laughs> All right, God, that's good for the PSA. Could you stop it? <laughs> You're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by Stephen Medagliaca and Ancelotti. And we have a very special guest today, someone that I really admire and look up to, that I'm very fortunate enough to work with on Tell Him Steve Dave projects. I'm joined here by the one and only Walt Flanagan. Hello, hello! You, Thank you, you for having me. Yet? Oh yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, I got a can of Coke next to me. I'm assuming my face is redder than the can right now. It's gonna be really red when he starts leaning under the table with his hand. <laughs> well, uh, just to get this out of the way, I'm, I'm very happy to have you here, Walt. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we we need to give you a proper uh, official thank you for letting us record here. I mean, oh, that's true. That's true. No. it's really. Um, quite the privilege. Now, I haven't told you this, Walt, but I end every episode thanking Tell Him Steve Dave and you yeah. specifically for letting us... We do nothing but praise us. your name all day. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Walt's like, well, you should. <laughs> no need to. You could stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. you know, Please stop doing that. <laughs> I, I actually got it because I remember um, I heard once that Conan O'Brien would always thank Jay Leno for, like, leading him in and, like, you know, like always like being like stay tuned for Conan so uh, like when Conan was getting ready to take over I remember that he said that about Jay hopefully this relationship doesn't end as amicably <laughs> wow yeah it We're was a nice sentiment you know talk, talk about two guys who just despise each other <laughs> we are here today to do a sports movie yes mm-hmm. we're doing Invincible yes starring which was picked by our guest yes Walt, I asked him what movie he would like to do, and he picked Invincible. And I've come to find out. I, I don't know. I assume that everybody, that you guys, I don't know why. I thought I heard you guys talking passionately about sports, but I just found out before we were recording that you guys don't or don't follow sports. And I, I don't know why. I assumed that that 
this would be a great movie, uh, but <laughs> Brian loves him. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 But I could have swore. I could have swore you got when you guys came in the studio one time. You were like arguing about sports, or was that me and you? It might have been me and you talking. <laughs> I, think, I think every time I've ever interacted with you, we just make fun of music videos from like the seventies, <laughs> watching Elton John prance with gay men on the beach. <laughs> it's not a joke. We actually yeah, those are yeah. You, know, you could usually find the, the TV t uh, tuned to Elton John videos at the studio. <laughs> I wouldn't say we like hate sports or anything, but we definitely are not experts as compared to Brian. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I, I can watch a game and enjoy it. <laughs> okay, you can say she was telling me that you guys hate sports. So St St me, Steve <laughs> hates sports. Yeah, yeah. He's got some visceral. I felt yeah, I felt I guilty because I was like, oh fuck. No, no, no. I I don't hate it like that where I can't enjoy a movie about it, but. I definitely don't see the appeal of like obsessing of sports. I think you're it's because you're older now. Because in your twenties, you would have hated watch, every second. I couldn't of watch this. Oh, yeah. baseball. I've I've also I said on the show before I've fallen asleep twice at live baseball games. That's how bored I am. <laughs> so, I assume you've seen this movie before. Second time I saw it. Time. Yeah, I watched okay. it for the second time for this podcast because I was struggling with coming up with a historically based movie. I did I realized when I was asked by by Rupp to do it, I was like, holy shit. I can only think of two movies that I've ever watched that are historically based and one was the the Sully movie. I don't even remember the name of it. It was that forget what I think it's called Sully. Sully Sullenberger. No, I don't was it called Sully? Miracle on the Hudson? Yeah, it might have been called that, yeah, right? Maybe that's I don't it. know. It, it had Tom Hanks in it, right? Yeah, yes. he plays Sully. Did you guys see that one? No. I have never seen it. It was so bad that I was like, I can't force him to watch that movie. <laughs> that it was so perfect. boring. <laughs> I will tell you, my brother-in-law loves that movie. Like, And like, if I go into their house, like my my sister, it will be on. Really? Yeah. Like, that's the background white noise? Yeah, uh, like he loves that movie, the, the Sully movie. The villain's a goose. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mean a stupid person, right? You mean a literal goose. A goose, yeah. It was in the motor. I remember when that happened. Yeah, he landed in the harbor. Right? He landed in, on it's the river. It's not even like an river. exciting story. Just I think it's a pretty exciting story. But he landed. Oh. Nothing. But it's did like, anybody even get hurt? You're going to do a biopic about a guy, and all he did in his life that ever like anybody gave a shit about was 30 seconds. You know, he took off. He got hit by a goose. He landed in the river. Pretty amazing stuff. Amazing, yeah. But how do you make two hours out? Of it? Well, that's the right. thing. The, the, yeah. the accident happens in the first ten minutes of the movie, <laughs> and so then it's like the aftermath of him having like this miraculous water landing. Nobody thought it could ever be done. I imagine which, which like if he wrote a book about himself, it would just be like page after page of boring shit nobody cared about and then it's like then one day I well, put the autopilot into the wide blue yonder <laughs> well, well they say that he had to have like you know the nerves of steel no pulse to do this like mm -hmm. to land the, the, the plane on the water and that's great if you want to land the plane but in his real life he also had no pulse so there was absolutely nothing <laughs> of significance that they followed after the him landing in the in the Hudson so it was brutally boring. Yeah. So I didn't want to. That's why I picked the movie that we chose. You that picked I chose. a good one. Well, I can't wait one. to pick that next. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to torture us. Yeah, he's probably like a pretty fast. Now that I'm thinking about it, like most of those pilots guys are like combat veterans and stuff like that. Not all but, of them. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm just if, putting a damper yeah. on all the fun. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't make me go in with any expectations of that because I'm going to be like, oh, it's going to be some cool background story and no. it's going to be disappointing. No. It's going to be him like in the suburbs. It's, it's the great flight of the goose.
the goose, yeah. I, I like this pick, though. I have a, a good AKA for it. Oh, what's your yeah. alternative title? It's Invincible, AKA Philly is literally yellow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I noticed that right away with this movie. It's very uh, yellow. It's very yellow. Did what you notice that? that? Uh, yeah, it, it looked a lot like the the Daredevil Netflix series. <laughs> yeah, Shot through like a of. yellow filter at all yeah. times, right? And it's like, I guess they're trying to make it like 70s almost and gritty and like... It, well, it, like, it, an, like they were trying to invoke the all in the family couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the, the yellow and brown aesthetic yeah, of the seventies, right. like but, an old subway car in here. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just like kind of an ugly movie. Yeah, you know, and it's right. like this is at this point digital um, color grading is fairly new. Mm-hmm. Like the first movie to do it is Oh Brother Where Art Thou, which I think is ninety nine or two thousand. I think 2000. that's two thousand. It started. They started work in ninety nine. Also, kind of a yellow movie. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's just that they didn't know how to really grade properly yet, and I, they were I like, it's yellow. It's by it design. is by design, but I think that they just got too happy. I don't think... Like, The Matrix is green. Yeah, but that's like a sci-fi they color they're good. trying to evoke. If this movie came out today, it would not look as yellow. Mm. No way. That's my... I think it was by choice and on design. I think when you watch it, every time they show the people in Philly, it's yellow. But every time they show the team, it's a dark hueish of blue so if you notice when he joins the team the color filters out to normal so it's yellow when he, from the past of like where he was in philly and like the, the his past life and then the new life is the team and then when th- it comes together it's a regular color i think you're right but correct me if i'm wrong aren't like most of the scenes where he's not like on the eagles in a bar at night <laughs> but aren't they at night or inside? In a bar too, but it's also yellow. It's even one the of night their shots four are, sets. are yellow too. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like the the difference between day and night. But even him colors. jogging, like in the city, it's yellow. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, you mean one of the many Rocky homages where they're just trying so to make many. you think there, of Rocky? There was so many. <laughs> but I, I, isn't that kind of the reality of this story though? It is, like, but you're it, doing a movie and you're specifically invoking Rocky. Mm-hmm. But. I think his life almost invokes Rocky. Like it does, but when you're doing the movie, you're you're clearly drawing the parallels, like with direct lines of dialogue from Rocky. Oh, really? What was one of them? Uh, you're a Rocky master. Yeah. So there's a scene <laughs> where he goes to his training camp, right? Mm-hmm. And he's there, and he's looking at his locker, and he opens his locker, up. and there's like a note with his name. Yeah. The fuck and he you goes, know. and he goes, "No, it's a you spelt my name wrong." Oh, right. Yeah. Is that from Rocky? So he goes, you spelt my name wrong. And they go, does it matter? In Rocky, before the first fight with Apollo Creed, he goes to the uh, arena to get ready for the fight, and he's looking up at the marquee, and mm-hmm. it has a picture of Rocky, and his trunks are the wrong colors. And he goes to the promoter, you got my trunks wrong. And uh, the guy goes, does it matter? Good point. It's the same exact huh. dialogue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I don't know. It was the right take him like yeah. that? <laughs> and the the jogging shots. You thought Rocky yeah. too, right? Yeah, I definitely thought of Rocky when I when I was watching it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is someone gonna throw him an apple? It was the same <laughs> year, wasn't it? Rocky. Well, Rocky is seventy six. So this. So is, is this? Yeah. Oh, this is seventy six. Yes. Okay, seventy six. I thought it was seventy four. All right. Okay. So uh, the movie opens with uh, Jim Croce. I've got a name. Soundtrack's very good in this. I noticed some Steely Dan. I was enjoying yeah. that. I, I gotta say I love this Jim Croce song. I've never heard it before. You never heard this no, song. No, this before. was a new one to me. No. You know any Croce? No, no. Oh yeah, Time in a Bottle. 
Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tug on Superman's cape, right? Yeah. You don't mess with Jim. Yeah. Don't mess with Jim. Big bad Leroy Brown. Which yeah, is him trying. He's trying to like mm. do the same thing twice, right? With Big Bad Leroy Brown and uh, <laughs> yeah. don't mess with Jim. Yeah, he died in a, a plane crash. Oh, so did the Big Bopper, who did the same thing. He he did. What? Come on, baby, let's do the twist, and then he twisted again, like we did last summer. Oh, okay. Ah. So he double dipped and double dipped on the twist and ended up on the side of a man. Maybe there's a lesson <laughs> to be learned here as a songwriter. You don't double dip, right? <laughs> you go into a hazardous to your health. <laughs> <laughs> End up so on the side of a so mountain. you had never heard that opening track before? No, that was a new one to me. No, I, I've never heard it. No. It's a it's a favorite of mine, actually. I really uh, like that song. I've got a name. You know, what? I'm going to ask you something. Well, you you being someone who's uh, somewhat older than us, like were bit. you around for Mr. Papale? Was I alive when yes. it happened? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was, I was. I was. No. I, at, in 1976, I wasn't following the NFL. I would I would become interested two years later, so all the names that he's kind of like dropping mm-hmm. in the movie, you know I remember them from my youth. But he, I don't think Papali like would have made it to 1978 when I started getting interested. I don't know if he if his career lasted more than I don't want to jump the yeah, gun. Two well, <laughs> uh, I can tell you because I looked into it. He he did three seasons. Three the, seasons. Yeah. Three so, seasons okay. with the Eagles, and then he was injured. And uh, was out by 1980, which of course is when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yes, he yeah. just missed it. Right. I'll give you his stat line for his career right now. Sure. You guys ready? Yeah. One catch, 15 yards. That's it. <laughs> That's his offensive stats. <laughs> but his his job. Well, you're gonna have to explain special teams to me because I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. The job of special teams right. is basically the kicking unit, right? So should we, should we just say what the movie's about for anyone who doesn't know? Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Let's yeah. sum up the movie. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is a movie starring Marky Mark Wahlberg of the Funky Bunch. He plays Vince Papali, who is a guinea from Philadelphia. And <laughs> You're Italian. You could say that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he, I guess the Eagles had what, like a uh, publicity stunt, I guess you'd call it? Yeah. Where I, they allowed anybody to try out because I guess they were really bad in the 70s. And he made it through the tryout, and they picked him, and they put him on the team. And it's a very inspiring story. Yeah. yeah. And that's the movie, right? <laughs> well, that's yeah. the show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we open with the Bears. But hold on. What's special teams? Special teams is yeah. the kicking unit. So field goals, punts, kick returns, all that stuff. But his job is to pretty much tackle people. His position Safety. is known as the gunner, basically. The gunner. What does the gunner do? They just run down and try to get the person with the ball. They and tackle them. their meat put through the meat grinder. Like, like they go through these guys. Like they're, they're basically disposable hmm. players because they anybody with talent you don't really put on the special teams unless you're returning the kick. Yeah, or the otherwise, kicker. yeah, yeah, and the kicker. <laughs> otherwise, everybody else is just there to engage somebody else. Tackle or block, and it's just it's just mayhem. It's at like, full speed, you have players running yeah, at each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, like, why someone's career would last three years and it'd be over. Exactly, yes. and and it's also like football would be much safer if they just got rid of the kick return, which yeah. is something people want to do now. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a movement for that to just remove kick returns and they just start drives at twenties. Will Smith. Yeah, in concussion. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but that's not really going to stop like all concussion. No, problems no, because but they're still running at full speed and hitting each other at some point in the game. It would limit one aspect of it. But you, but it, this is the only aspect of the game where you have a a thirty yard 
head start to gain speed. Right. To then and then you running into head people. First. Yeah. <laughs> Usually you don't have that kind of like like head start or like that much yardage in, in front of you to gain that much kind of speed at that catastrophic level when you're running into another human being. And it's also players today. They're like. They're the biggest, strongest <laughs> athletes that have ever existed, right, yeah. and they're just running at each other at full speed. In the 70s, you literally have a guy off the street. In your opinion, are athletes today, uh, I should say NFL players today, uh, as steroid-addled as their baseball counterparts? Oh, yeah, for sure. They just have the money to avoid testing. Uh-huh. Every <laughs> I'm of the mind that every single athlete you see is taking something, uh-huh. you know, and how legal it is depends on the rules you, the, of the game, the rules of the game and how well they could mask it, you know? Is, is Rupp a cynic? Well, I don't think it's bad. <laughs> no, he loves steroids. Go, no, I'm serious. He, he go, would he, take him if he could. He'll go on a rant for an hour about how I want monster well, men why, on the Well, field. why can't he if, if he could? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> he thinks people that don't take steroids are, like, lazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's not in any physically demanding position right Says now. Says you. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I guarantee you if he was in some labor-intensive career, he would be on steroids. <laughs> I didn't mean so much. I'm not talking about yeah. the steroids aspect. I meant, like, he just feels like he's, like, everybody's on steroids. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> There's nobody we're doing the hard work and putting in the time <laughs> legally. Everybody's cheating. Right. <laughs> that's what I meant, is he see, a cynic. See, I don't yes. view it as cheating. <laughs> yeah. He thinks that, like, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Right, yeah, he's yeah. weird. I think, it's, I think it's the athletes who want to win the most, mm-hmm. you know? So you right. think Brady's on the steroids? I don't Ooh. think he's on steroids. I think he's probably on HGH. But... Yeah. I'm for that because <laughs> if he's my quarterback, Zach Wilson, if I could talk to him right now, find out what Brady's on, I don't care, right. and take it. Just win. That's all I care You're about. far more interested in touchdowns than you are functioning testicles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> Look, it's that's the price to win. You know, I'm like I was an athlete for a while. Like I wrestled into college and I was a dirty wrestler. Like You took the drugs? Not the drugs. <laughs> No, if they were available, if, if they were available, I, I would have. Yeah, right. Like I would, I would grab <laughs> opponents' nuts, like like put my finger in like their headgear. I would. Uh, they call it check the oil. You okay. know, you where, piece that together. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a finger in the uh, in, in the, the butt, old bubble? Yeah. Wow. Whatever you, you would do that to win. Anything. I'm. Yeah, I would I'm let you joking. win as soon as it, as soon as somebody put yeah. a. Yeah, I'd be like, you won. Mind you, this is yeah. that like a <laughs> tournament where your family's probably watching. <laughs> the, ref, the ref is it checking for checking the oil? It's it's like really dad. <laughs> I'm more concerned with dad things. <laughs> well, there's a reason I have this psychotic mindset, and you know, it was drilled into me. Win at all costs, uh-huh. you know. And what does your opponent do when you do that move? You uh, do you immediately go to check the oil, right? right on, and it's like, or you wait until like he gets an upper hand, or is it depends? It's, is, it, is the opponent going to get turned on or not? So <laughs> Ryan wins the match, but his opponent has a raging erection. So who's the real yeah, who's winner? The real winner. So, so I'll tell you a story. If I can beat you regular and I don't need to do it, fine. Okay. But if it's, like, neck and neck, and I have thrown everything I can at you, then I'm going to the cheating to win. 
And what happens if you're caught doing that by the ref? Do you get penalized? Is there it's some very, sort of... It's very hard, especially back then in wrestling, where they would, it? like, penalize you over this. So I'll tell you a story. At the end of, like, every year in, like, wrestling, they have what's called the cities, right, where they have, like, the district wrestlers. So it would be all the New York City wrestlers coming. And this was my sophomore year. It was my first year as a starter. And I wrestled that year 15 pounds under my weight class limit. So I was the lightest guy in my weight. And it was my first or second match of the tournament. And I was unseated because I'm 15 pounds underweight and I'm a sophomore. And I'm going against this guy. So you were in a class above where you should have been? Yeah, I jumped up like two weight classes because there was an opening oh. in my team. And I was like, I want to get in there. So what did you just put on some weight and then lose it? I wasn't able to put on weight. I was uh. scrawny. And I was against bigger guys. And I was going against this guy. And, like, I would do a move. And he would do a move. And we were going at it. And in my head, I was like, I've thrown everything at this guy. I don't know what else to do. He's just better than you. Well, we're just, like, equal. And, mm -hmm. like, he's bigger, too. So I was like, I'm going to just start grabbing his balls. <laughs> Did it work? So I start grabbing the guy's balls and squeezing him as we're wrestling. Does he say ref? Was he screaming? Ref, ref. He's like, look at my balls. They're being, <laughs> they're being grabbed by my opponent. He's like, he's, senpai, no. Look at my balls. <laughs> he, he's like in agony, and like I'm using it to get points, and I'm like gaining an advantage. And in between rounds, I have like a couple of points lead now, and I see him go over to his coach. He's and, grabbing my balls. And well, so I go to my coach. And I'm grabbing his balls. <laughs> I, go, I, I go. Keep doing that. Yeah. You're winning. So, so I go to my coach and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, we're like we're going at it. And I hear him tell his coach, and I'm gonna bleep this, but he goes, that's grabbing my balls. Uh. <laughs> at that moment, I knew you had him. At that moment, I knew I won. <laughs> so then, you wink at him. So wait. So now, so now we're going back at it. Him. He starts grabbing my balls. Oh, <laughs> so wow. right back. You guys were right back. And yeah. the two of us are like in a wrestle match slash like ball grabbing oh, fight. This is magnificent. Yeah. I won. Hey. Yeah. I won that match. Did you though? <laughs> my hand was raised. I God achieved bless. victory. Yeah. Well, I don't think you knew the psychotic uh, urge I have for winning. No, no. I think it's I think it's awesome. If you you do anything you can to win, I I subscribe to that yeah. as well. Yeah, but you should have. You know, you know that Scott Stevens when he was said that that blank is grabbing me by the balls. Yeah. You, you look over at him and you know you, you like you said you wink at him. You're like I'm exactly. gonna I'm gonna keep grabbing him. Yeah. You know, intimidate. I mentally broke you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Mentally. Yeah. <laughs> so how, so I mean you. Did, what was the next match? And you beat that one. What happened? Why didn't you grab the balls of the next opponent and go all the way to the fucking? He just beat my finals. ass way too quick. It was not even. A, it was not even a chance. He was the best wrestler. Check the oil. Yeah. <laughs> there, there wasn't even a chance. He was like a state champ. The next guy was like really like he was like he had won like three years in a row, and like I was unseated, so I wrestled my way into him. <laughs> And when I got to him, he just fucking pinned me in like a minute. Like I had nothing for him. Earl, did you have like a, a good um, record? My sophomore year? Just in overall. Sophomore year, I had a winning record. Junior year, I was cutting way too much weight because the team needed me at a really low weight class. So like, I'm not joking. I made myself as gaunt as humanly possible. Like I would eat like only a, a spoon of peanut butter and a cup of water like for days and like I was just sucking all the water out of me and I had bulked up that previous off season so that year I cut way too much weight I was like pure skin and bones mm. that shit's so dangerous and my yeah. my senior year I had a really good record I weight bounced back for the young Abraham 
No, I was no, just cutting way it. too much. You could cut weight today if you really want to. It's just dangerous. I suppose. Depends how you do it. The way you do it. The way you do it is like I remember insanely uh, dangerous. You were a little bit older, but you did like a jujitsu competition and you ran around wearing a garbage bag as clothes for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, you wore a Speedo in that competition, right? Valley Tudor shorts. <laughs> I wore, you wore Valley, Valley Tudor, Tudor shorts. <laughs> and I put a giant cup in. So yes, like, yeah, it looked like looked I was like really packing heat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you guys this about cutting weight. Before my f- first date with my now wife, I was like, I'm way too fat. So I s- cut out like 15 pounds, <laughs> like for practical purposes. Three days before the first date with my wife. Wow. You right. could lose 15 pounds in three days? Yes. Yeah. I don't, don't want to know how. It's just, it's water weight. I cut from 161 to 145. In two, in three days. In maybe like four or five yeah. days, if that. Holy yeah, shit. it's just water yeah. weight. Like if you. And then it comes right back if you. What, the, second, the second the you like eat and drink, you know, you'll yeah. put the water weight back on. But yeah. But you're basically dying you when it. you get on the scale. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. Anyway, invincible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the docks are shut down. They're docks. Which is like a weird thing running oh, yeah. throughout the movie. And it's hard to tell because there's no giant inflatable rat. Right. Jackie, Ju- just Jackie Jr. And fucking Sopranos. <laughs> Who's, which one's Jackie Jr.? His friend. His friend the is... mustache guy? No, the Italian-looking guy. I feel like that's everyone in I, the movie. You're right. But <laughs> look, if you know who Jackie yeah. Jr. is, it's Jackie Jr. <laughs> so they go to the uh, Bears game, right? Bears at Eagles. And the Bears just destroy the I Eagles. I thought it was the Bengals. I wrote Bears. Okay. It was the Bengals. It was the Bengals? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm stupid. All right. So <laughs> the Bengals crush the Eagles, and the Philly fans start booing because that's what Philly fans do. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Philly sports fans? Oh, good question. Um, you're a fan. Devils fan. I'm a Devils fan. I have never stepped foot in, in Philly to see any kind of sporting event because of it. the Because of the, the legend. The, yeah, the reputation is so bad and is so... Like the picture that is painted of Philly fans is one that's of like I mean it's legendary yeah it's like they've I mean there's video footage of them beating up a cop you know (laughs) like after the winter uh, the winter fest like the Rangers uh, Flyers at the uh, at the the, um, what's the outdoor game yeah yeah the um, stadium they put them in a coma do you guys remember (laughs) uh, when they won the Super Bowl what was that two three years ago yeah yeah. Um, there was the video that went viral of the guy eating horseshit. No. Just picked up oh, you didn't see that? No. A pile of horseshit off the street and in celebration just devoured the horseshit. Yeah. Because that's what you do when your team wins. That had to be like a bet or something. My team has won <laughs> my team has won three championships. Well, you're clearly I've never not a fan, came, <laughs> I never <laughs> Yeah, I I have never once thought to, to run out and look for Animal droppings to uh, well, aren't to you the odd one out? <laughs> if the Jets won the Super Bowl, it would be the greatest moment of my life. We can have a whole schmorkers pool. I, I can't see myself just becoming, you know, reenacting. Let's go to the zoo. I'm not going to start reenacting Salo, you know. Oh. <laughs> now, if you're that. If you're a family member of that guy, because it went viral, so oh, everybody yeah. must know what he looks like. We can like, find it. Yeah, I don't. I prefer not to see it. But what do you? Let's all take our dicks out. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> 
what is your reaction? Like, how do you? Oh, how that's do you, like your brother. Yeah, like, it's your brother. It's your father. Ant's no, no, reaction <laughs> made me proud, son. <laughs> what family member is it the worst to see? Mom. Mom? <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, you have a wife, if you see in your mom pick up the shit yeah. and eat it, that's Grandma. the worst? Oh, you mean watching the shit eating? Yeah. I thought you meant re reacting to the shit eating. No. Watching the shit eating, let's see. Uh, son. Son? <laughs> <laughs> Spouse. Yeah. Like Spouse. Spouse, Spouse and then you, then you remember, oh, I kissed her on her way home. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um... In Philly, like in the football stadium, they had a courthouse. Yeah. For years, because the fans were so rowdy, they just needed quick sentencing. I guess. Yep. It's true. Franklin Field. That's wild. So yeah, so they go to the game. Eagles they get boo. shut They're out. They're all booing, which they, they clearly show them to be not aggressive. They they paint them as passionate here. Yeah, well, which it doesn't seem. This is a pro Philly movie. Yeah, yeah I'm honest. Yeah. Seem. <laughs> this is a Disney movie. Disney. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a Disney movie. Right. right. Oh, well, he's leaving out the shit eating. You guys yeah. are bad. It's like what? Well, yeah, if you expected shit eating from on a, in a Disney flick, <laughs> yeah, you were gonna be disappointed <laughs> when the movie ended, and it was like, that's it. It's over. <laughs> Papali didn't eat. <laughs> Shit. Dick and ham. Why, 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 why is this? What? <laughs> I've been to Philly, and that's not Philly. It's not my Philly. So then um, um, we see parking lot football. Yeah. Where it's guys just playing on a dirt patch. Right. And this is supposed to show us that Marky Mark, Vince Pampale, is a great player. Yeah. Above, above the average above Joe. The cut. But it's always sad watching grown men play ball. Yeah, I mean, how many guys in their 30s are really throwing each other around if they're not, like, oh. on a league? Yeah, I think they do, yeah. yeah. In a yeah. parking lot, though? Like, the cars? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the cars were, were, were parked so they could have Light. lights. Right. So they could play at yeah, night. Yeah. But what was that Makes place sense. they were in? It was like, <laughs> it was a, like a, a parking hole lot. in a fence. Yeah. It looked like a ritualistic thing. They had hubcaps <laughs> hanging out there. I thought it looked like something out of like uh, an abandoned like auto yard, right? Yeah. It was yeah. like Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> That's the local Philly, you know, yeah. rumble, football right. rumble spot. <laughs> I guess. Sure. Um, but yeah, he's good. This and did get me that. thinking, though. When was the last time you played football? The last time I played football, I was. Because you never know that your last time playing football is your last time, time right? Right. I must have been a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. What I ever played basketball a little longer. We we, we played basketball yeah. not too long ago. Right. But we we like rent out like fast break. Yeah, like we used to rent place. out a basketball court, and it would be six of us. It would be <laughs> uh, it would be it would be a full court game of eleven of the shittiest basketball, yeah, basketball players you've ever seen in your but life. We were roughhousing a lot. Like <laughs> yeah, I would tackle nobody called fouls, yeah. so we were just kicking each other. <laughs> tackle. I was in jeans and a metal t-shirt. Well, speaking of no one called fouls, it was unusual that they had a ref at this yeah, Sandlot right. game. Yeah, he was like ninety. <laughs> <laughs> he was like ninety years old. Man, they got him out. They, I mean, I guess it was to show their passion for the game. Right. Yeah. You know, and how sure, it's, yeah. You know. uh, I just want to say this. So I, when I looked into this, I was very shocked to see that he, um, well, to think that he had no experience at all, right? Yeah. So I looked into it, and <laughs> this movie's kind of a lie. Oh, yeah, the movie's complete bullshit. Well, we're going to jump the gun and tell, say it's bullshit already. I was going to say that. You want to save it? We'll save it. But Spoiler, it's bullshit. This movie is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, what's that ref doing? He has nothing better to do than, and they're yelling at him too. Right. It's not even like they listen to his calls. <laughs> and then he hangs out with them at the bar. Like imagine like, cause we've known drunks in our lives, right? We used to work yeah. at an Applebee's, me and Ryan. <laughs> Beaver too. Yes, and there have been guy old men who hang out in bars that are in their seventies and have nothing else to live for. They're not calling sports games. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we had a guy. His name was Shit Pants Joe. Not to bring it back to fecal matter again, but I'm going to. Shit Pants Joe would, was in love with the bartender at the Applebee's, and he'd show up every single day and buy her flowers, and then drink until he shit his pants. <laughs> And then waddle f- through the restaurant to the bathroom, trail the shit everywhere. Bus boys would follow him with the sweepy thing. He was like a snail. And then he, and then even one time he w- he wandered out into the parking lot and cracked his skull open. So oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Didn't he stop coming after that? He was banned by his wife. His wife finally came and took him home. Okay. How old was the bartender that he was trying to woo? She was in her twenties. Yeah. Early twenties. So I mean, no amount of flowers can make you uh, it overlook. Been, it would have you know, been a Disney like nightly. It would have been a Disney-like story for him to pull the 20-year-old bartender. <laughs> it's more likely that someone makes yeah. the NFL than shit pants Joe is pulling the hot 20-year-old bartender. Also at this bar. No cursing at the bar. Nobody curses. In fact, right, one right. time somebody does some ball break and they throw him out. Hey, get out of here. Hey, you're you're rowdy guy. Yeah, you're- <laughs> he makes fun of him because his wife left him. Hey, that, we, that's uncalled for. Didn't even make fun of him. He just said, like, you can do whatever you want. Your wife's not involved anymore. And he, they're like, Get out. Get out. <laughs> well, that's a, it's like, what? They make his, so we, we're introduced to Mark Wahlberg, Vince, pa- Vince Papali's wife. Yeah. And they make her a complete raging bitch. She sucks. Like, you don't like her hate at her, all. Hate her guts. Immediately, right? Well, you're not Sharon, supposed to. I know. But, like, there's no, like, even, I mean, like, she does the worst thing a wife can do other than cheat on him. Like, she abandons stuff. him at his lowest point. She did know? a QB sneak. She snuck out and left him a mean note. Yeah, and she took all his stuff. Everything. Yeah. You couldn't even leave him like a chair? No. (laughs) You would think it would take more than one day. They had like a full house. Right. How did she take multiple She must have had help. How long is he playing ball for? That's the question. <laughs> you know, he come home. <laughs> oh, and he's a teacher, right? He's a right. he's a substitute he's teacher mm-hmm. who can't get work for summer school, and yeah. he, his hours get cut. And then we're introduced to Dick Vermeil, yes, who becomes the coach of the Eagles. He's kind of a legendary guy, right? He's really known. He was still coaching like when I was like in my teens, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He he left the game for a long time and then came back. In the early 2000s with the Rams, and he got that Super Bowl that he was always chasing with the Rams. But oh, he was the Rams coach for Kurt Warner. Yes. So oh. he had two miracle. That was 2000. Yeah, he had two miracle like players. You know, Vince Papali and Kurt Warner. Another I mean, long yeah. shot. Papali, yeah, not yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even not think really that. Miracle, oh, why does Kurt Warner have a similar story? I don't even know. Oh, Kurt, no, Kurt Warner's story is so much yeah. better than Vince Papali's. Like yeah. he has at least he has more than one. Catch exactly. So you can, there's a lot more highlights that you can throw to with Kurt Warner. I mean, he had a Hall of Fame career. Yeah. He, yeah. Is he like a rags to riches? Type yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. He was bagging groceries. Oh. And then like he ended up like he was doing arena football and like bagging groceries, and then you know he ended up becoming Kurt Warner. Mm. Like he played his way into it. Well, but, that's like, kind of yeah. what happened here. Yeah, but Kurt Warner was actually kind good. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. And he was on the Chiefs at the end of his career, too, Dick Vermeil. He was a coach? Yeah, I think he had, um, who was that really good running back? Priest Holmes. Oh, okay. Yeah, do you remember him? I remember Priest Holmes. I yeah. don't remember I don't remember Vermeil coaching in KC, but 
it must have been not a great record. I don't, they didn't win anything, so it doesn't. Was matter. he actually that uh, soft-spoken and timid in like real life? He seems like a weaker personality. He was not a really? coach that didn't have oh, that yeah. gigantic personality. He was a he was a coach that was more thinking, man. like you said, soft-spoken, and he would cry a lot. He would cry um, when when they lost and when they won. He would. He was not afraid to cry at press conferences. And wow, he's like yeah. the Lions coach. What's his yeah, name? yeah. Oh, um, the current coach. Oh my God. Yeah, is I it, can't is remember. It spins with an H. I'd be demoralized no. too if I was on that team. He's crying for <laughs> I me. Want, <laughs> I want to see the boss cry. Right. Dan Campbell. Yeah. yeah, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, the current Lions coach. Pull yourself together, bud. You're supposed to be our leader. Say <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get him next time. That's all you don't got. Well, that's why they thought he wasn't built for the NFL, and why he was. I mean, he. He's another guy that it, it shouldn't have happened for him because you don't leave in the early 80s and come back 15 years later and win a championship. That doesn't happen. Yeah, the game passes you by and you're thought of as a, a dinosaur. Yeah, Why did every, he leave? Everything you know, is too It was different. too much for him. It was a person, the, it was taking a toll. Yeah, like, he was trying a lot. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Yeah. He had to get away. It was like it was draining the life out of him, he said. I guess that, that wife that gave him pep talks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to, to, to yeah. offset the bitch, the bitchy wife right. who left Papali, you had the... Um, Dick Vermeil's wife was just a sweetheart. She yeah. could have been the coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was more inspirational than, yeah. than Vermeil. Well, she tells him stuff, you know, and then he's her mouthpiece. <laughs> Behind um, every man is a strong. Oh yeah, I know a lot of guys who have to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a line that bothered me. The Eagles owner is in a press conference, or Dick Vermeil is, and they're talking about the Eagles having a tradition of winning. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now this bothered me because the Eagles didn't win until like 2017. I think you're. You're showing your age there, though. You're you're a youngster. I don't think you realize that they did have. They didn't win a Super Bowl. No, no, because only Super Bowl was instituted in 1967. But before that, they had NFL championships, though. Did they? They did have a few under their belt. They weren't like always a laughing stock. See, in my lifetime, I've always known them to be, you know, a hard luck losing franchise. But again, we're talking the 50s, though. Even in this movie, they have the. The father is enamored by something that happened in the fifties. Yeah, <laughs> what, what, what was it? Do you remember a championship? Uh, it, like somebody. But it was a specific man who had a specific Norm play. Van yeah. Brocklin or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. They yeah. won seven nothing in a championship yes. game. Right. Yeah, it, that it touchdown got me through, got me through 30, years. thirty years at the <laughs> mill. <my> lost wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there like, you need a hobby. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> my wife was struck down by the cancer, but I thought of that catch. And it, Pulled me through because apparently I'm a simpleton. I'm not gonna lie, if the Jets won the Super Bowl, I could get through anything. <laughs> that's where that's where I'm curious about. Eight genocides, broken knees, <laughs> and a burning building. But that catch. As as two guys who aren't passionate about a, a certain team or sports, looking at guys like those characters in the movie, do, do they look like you can't identify because I, I I love the devils and I couldn't identify with the way these guys <laughs> yeah, were no, living yeah. and breathing right. and dying to, and to care that much about what other grown men are doing. It's just, no. it's just so foreign yeah. to me, yeah. you know, even stuff that I love. Like I love music. <laughs> right? I love bands and stuff. Right. But when they break up, I don't die. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, you as somebody oh, who loves yeah. your teams, did you think even that was a portrayal that was a little bit on the 
unrealistic side, the way that these guys were well, like... A little on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really far. <laughs> Brian gets mad at sports. I don't think he's ever yes. been happy about them in his life. No. I haven't had a reason to have been happy since 2012. <laughs> <laughs> in anything because of sports. But if they won, if your team's won, right? Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, that was great. And then you'd be done. Have you depends on which team? Have you seen your team win a, a championship? Devils. That's well, it. how old were you in two thousand? So I couldn't appreciate it as much as I would have liked. You like three? No, I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I, I was in high school. Oh, you were. But okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this: what sucked. So when I was like, I didn't grow up like a hockey fan. I wasn't from a hockey family. In '96, the year after the Devils won the cup, mm-hmm. so I, I missed the '95 cup. That it's nothing to me. But my father got random tickets, you know, that someone gave him to go sit in Meadowlands, which, you know, was a giant stadium filled with nothing. And I went to a game, the Devils versus Coyotes, and I was like, this is fucking cool. And I got into hockey on my own. My father was not a hockey fan, and I would just watch it myself. And, you know, I grew up, and I would watch casually. And when the Devils were in the playoffs, I would watch and, you know, whatever. And I, it was fine. Your love for hockey didn't come until later in life? Well, it... So in high school, I would watch, and the Devils won, like, a cup in 2001. 2000. 2000. 2000, sorry. They lost they in lost 2001. They lost in 2001. Big fan you are. I got the <laughs> about other things. So in 2000, I didn't— think about 9-11. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't, it didn't happen yet. <laughs> in 2000, I didn't know any Rangers fans. He lives fans. it every year. They don't win. So when you don't have anyone— <laughs> When you <laughs> Every loss is just like that day. <laughs> it's 9-11 all over again. <laughs> so, like, I didn't have any Rangers fans to, like, make it sweeter. Right. You know? And then when they won in 2003, I remember I came into high school the next day. I was like, the Devils won the cup. No one cared. No one gave a shit. <laughs> it was just me. I was like, oh, all right. I guess, like, that was cool. And, like, no, I, I'm not. You're not anybody commiserate. I'm not. I'm not gonna bullshit you all. I did not run into a single Rangers fan in my life, other than my uncle, who like he likes the Rangers. He's passionate about them, but he's not like up my ass and like taunting me about it. Mm-hmm. He's like actually a Rangers fan. I didn't meet a single other Rangers fan until about 2008 when they crawled out of the fucking woodwork <laughs> like cockroaches <laughs> when Lundqvist. Yeah, when Lundqvist rose to prominence. I was a Rangers and, fan when we were young. And well, that was the Gretzky era. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, they were terrible. Then. Yeah. yeah, but that that's they were no they were bad. So there were no like passionate mm-hmm. people to like make that sweeter when you could rub it in their fucking face. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have that. So in 2008 when they all came around. I got even more passionate about hockey because people would talk about it and they would know I'm a Devils fan. And once they found out the Rangers fans would get like aggressive with me, I was like, I didn't talk shit about your team for <laughs> fucking decades and now you're coming to me? So that's when I really became a ballistic Devils fan. Like I needed that like okay, that spark. To- and 2012 when the Devils beat the Rangers in the playoffs, that's the best sport moment like I've ever had. Really? When Henrique scored that goal. Oh, so fucking game. sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I remember here. Yeah. It the, like I said so I'm a I'm a rabid Devils fan so but even I <laughs> like on, on when they lost those championships 
these guys were like devastated, like for preseason losses. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> the preseason <laughs> yeah. loss, psychotic. Yeah, and I was like, I cannot identify with this. I, I don't. I've never met a single fan who's cared about a preseason loss, <laughs> other than like you know, if your star player gets hurt. Don't they have like the owner come in like we're six and zero preseason? This is what we expected. <laughs> right? It's just like we didn't even finish training. Like, yeah, like, it's like you just lost like every season for the past <laughs> decade and a half. Right. What did you expect? Literally. You're literally matters. picking off guys <laughs> off the street. <laughs> this isn't what we expected. <laughs> yeah, they never get a guy out of college. Yeah. Like, Look at my awful it. suit that looks like wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> so we meet uh, Liz Banks. Right. Sam uh, Haircut. Yes. Miri. Sam uh, Haircut. Betty Brandt. She's playing <laughs> um, his third wife, believe it or not. Oh really? Yes. Yeah, so Vince Papale's third wife is the one she, who's the one she's portraying. He married her in 1993, so long after all this is done. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. The girl he was kind of seeing at the time is his second wife, Sandy. Three wives. Yeah. Yeah. This movie's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they make but him like he's this nice little Christian boy. I watched like a half hour <laughs> little doc this morning. Okay. About the real guy, and uh, he lives in Cherry Hill, New Jersey now. Yes, he does. With his two children and Sand, uh, not Sand, Je- Janet, I Janet, think. Janet, I think. yeah. So they're they're all still together, but like I said, it's it's a little bit of fiction. It's been mm-hmm. Disney-fied. It's been yeah. Disney-fied. Yeah. His his friends all want him to go try out for the Eagles because they announced these open tryouts, mm-hmm. and his father gives him the worst advice <laughs> ever, which is don't try, yeah. never aspire. Yeah. And his quote is, "Man can only take so much failure." Yes. <laughs> He's got but nice that kind of like gets him to do it, you know. Oh, so you, it's like out of spite. Do you think the dad mm. knew that if I say these horrible things, it would spark him? So in the little thing I watched, he said that he, him and his dad used to like butt heads a lot. They didn't get along most okay. of the time, but they had this kind of antagonistic relationship where they, you know, kind of egged each other on, and that's what got him to go. So when he does do that, and then when he succeeds and they have that, like, heartwarming moment where they sit down on the stoop and have this, uh, uh, like, heart-to-heart, that, he said that really happened, and that was, like, the real guy, when he was watching the film, that was, like, crying his eyes out and had to leave. Oh, because he's like, that was, like, what really happened. Okay. Mm Did you want a gold chain with a giant cross after watching this movie? I think where you and I are genetically we both have them bound <laughs> to yeah. do that at some point. Like yeah. we have them in our back pocket. We have They're to- there. Yeah, yeah. I have it in my car. Right. I just don't wear it. <laughs> so uh, he goes to the open tryouts, and he's like the fastest man alive at the tryouts. They're all taking notice. They runs a forty in four point six seconds. Right, and that's that exactly what happened. Is that good? I don't know. That's really good. Is it? Yeah. Like by NFL standards, so, like today? As I was watching, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. What I was Is that cheat? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Is that cheetah level? You know, that receiver for the Chiefs? <laughs> what they call him, cheetah? Oh. I no, can't remember his real name, not, though. Is it Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so, right? It sounds right. They call him cheetah, though, because yeah. he's so fast. I can't imagine now. It's that not that fast. Marky no. Wahlberg running as fast as cheetah, though. I <laughs> think like 4.2 like, or 3 is the actual like NFL record. Is it as good as he hate me? Probably. <laughs> 4.6 is really fast. <laughs> XFL reference. Yes. I was, I because you always, you you and I talk about sports occasionally. Yeah, you, you'll ask me questions. Yeah, I ask Brian, like, stuff. Just because I want to know. ask me random sports questions. Yeah. Like, just trying to keep every, up with, like, what's happening. Every year I ask Brian who's going to win the Super Bowl. What does he say? He changes. He oh. gives me his honest opinion. Brian, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? Tampa. 
Tampa? Well, who's winning the oh, Super Bowl? I don't think Tampa Bay's winning. I don't know. I mean, that's a tough Well, one. I always yeah. just pick Tom Brady, and I'm right, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. of the time. <laughs> what I was going to say is you've always stressed that the games, the most of the games have changed a lot in the last 30, 40 years, and that the athletes are just way better now than they They're bigger, been. faster, stronger. It's sports So that, that time is still good, would still be considered good now? It'd be pretty decent. It'd be a respectable time. Mm-hmm. I don't think a player, I don't think a guy off the street would make a team with a 4-6 today. Right. But back then, it's definitely pretty fast. Mm-hmm. You know? I did have a question, though. If you had to make it in one sport, you had one shot at an open trout to make it in any professional sport... What do you think would be the hardest and the easiest? The hardest? Hardest. Baseball. Baseball. I agree. I would have zero shot of making a baseball team ever. What about you? I think baseball, too. They say that's the hardest thing to do in sports is hit a hit, hit a, a professional yeah. pitcher's baseball. I think I could never hit a 90-mile-per-hour fastball ever in my life. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. What do you think, Steve? Hockey's harder. You think you have a better shot? I have a better shot at hitting a 90-mile-per-hour fastball than me scoring on a professional goalie. No, because no. <laughs> no someone's gonna a check fastball? you through a <laughs> fucking wall. <laughs> well, well, that was his point. That's you don't have point. to. Yeah, so you just agreed with me. But no, but but you don't have to score a goal to be a professional hockey player. There's plenty of guys who score like one goal for in, in a 15 year career. Like Cam Jansen. Yeah, you yeah. could be a defenseman. You could be, but you also have to skate. I mean, skating's pretty fucking hard. <laughs> I think I could golf if I worked at it. I feel like if you throw like 100 sports. fastballs, like 100 to 200 fastballs at me, at some point I'm probably going to hit one. I don't think you ever would from a pitcher. Well, just at some point, like, just keep swinging. Eventually I, I'm going to get it. Yeah, you know but I, mean? I, I do think that professional pitchers vary up their pitches. They're not just going to keep throwing fastballs. Of course. Of so, course. So, yes, that, yes. so at a certain point, you're ready for that fastball and the changeup comes? <laughs> I finally got it down to a science. I don't fuck. Ah, can't hit the curve. The sport I would have the best shot to make is actually basketball because <laughs> – I'm, I'm fucking not a great skater, and I'm not fast. I can't play hockey. I'm too short to be in goal. You're I'm, short and Jewish. You're not playing basketball. Yeah, I really. can shoot. <laughs> You're like the whitest. I, that's the one I have the best shot in. Look, I can't currently be a hockey player. I would never hit a... I'd you never, can be a goalie. I'm too short right. to be a goalie. Oh, you're not. You, no, you're yeah. not. Oh, you're not. They you lean a 5'7 goalie? They Chris Terrell. You're like a dwarf. You know, you're like Gimli. <laughs> Stick you behind a goal. You'll do all right. As long as you're, as long as you're taller than four foot, which is the height yeah. of the net, you're fine. You could be a catcher. Nah, my In knees baseball. are too bad. See, I really think like I could just Your stand knees are too bad to be a catcher, but good enough to play basketball. You gotta I jump. can shoot. I'm not a bad shooter. That's if I'm gonna make any sport, like I'm walking on, that's the one I think I have the best shot in. I'm not saying I the would. The don't even have to jump, they just have to do this to you. They have to yeah. swat you away. Well, I'm gonna probably be left open, right? They're not Here gonna waste some Brian on me. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time they pass through in the crowd, boom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was gonna say like maybe a race car driver or something because <laughs> oh, okay. I mean we've all driven. I mean yeah. I mean I could probably drive uh, 200 miles per hour for like a second or two before I yeah. crash. <laughs> you don't think you'd be too scared? 
Oh, I'm, I know I'm crashing, though, and hopefully, though, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully though, it's, that car is built right. you know, for, to, for me to survive that crash. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the most reasonable answer. We're all, like, trying to say, like, I play professional sports. Meanwhile, all, he, he picks the one that is actually reasonable. All four of us are out of shape and awful. We're not playing anything. I think I can hit a, I think I can hit a three-pointer. Call me crazy. <laughs> but you got to make the team, though. Are you going to hit enough three-pointers to make the team? I'm saying that would be my best. Shot. <laughs> Brian goes to a shot. He's just shooting threes. The guys, they're looking at him. How, how is this possible? He's so good. So he's more. He goes to a shit call in the parking lot. The coach comes out. You hit a lot of threes there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if you can do that when it counts. <laughs> That's one of my daydreams where I have like telekinesis and like I could just make anything go in. Like Kim Jong Un? <laughs> yeah. And I just sit at like the half court point and like I just Steph watch Curry. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we with this movie? <laughs> uh, we're, in, we're in training camp. So they show uh, Fatty. He falls down a lot. You're supposed, oh yeah. You're supposed to laugh at the oh, fat eagle. They sing. They sing the eagle song. Fly eagles fly. I'm yes. Eat a huggie at wall wall. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that they should have? Thought about renaming the movie. Invincible is a horrible name for the movie. It makes no sense. It doesn't like <laughs> scream what the movie's about. Well, he gets his ass kicked a lot. He's not really that invincible. He gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, you yeah. know what? I was thinking this when we because we did 42, which was the mm-hmm. Jackie Robinson story. And in that, he's like God. <laughs> he never messes up at all. He's perfect. <laughs> Every time he's at bat, he gets a home run, basically. Yeah. And in this, it's much more believable and realistic, and I like that about the movie. You know, he, he's not God's gift to the sport. He's just a knock-around guy. Which, to his point, Invincible makes no sense. <laughs> he gets his well, ass beat. Fair point. Yeah, it's just not an identifiable movie, a title for, to to connect with the what the story was. So I thought when you were singing that Eagles song, mm-hmm. something with the Eagles in the name I thought would have been just, fly. just something. something yeah, fly. but, but Invincible just was just too I would have called it, look at that WAP go. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so they say um, they say that he didn't play college ball, right? Right. No, and he did not, he play, did not college. play college it's football. True. He did not. He However. was a track athlete mm-hmm. at college. Yes, like pole vault and running and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So he was he excelled at track and field. And he did have a professional football career right. before the Right, so Eagles. here's what we need to talk about. There is something yeah. called the World Football League. Yep. Do you Have you ever heard of this before? I had never heard of the. I've heard of it. You've yeah. heard of it. I'm old enough to have heard of it. Not, not seen it televised, though. Do you know what it is? Yeah. It was, a, it was a second league or almost a semi-pro league. Right. That tried to... Compete with the NFL. Yeah, which, you know... That no, never no works league, out. Yeah. <laughs> From what I understand, like, its stated goal was to try to expand the sport internationally, hence the world part okay. of the World Football League. But as far as they ever got was like Honolulu. <laughs> um, and there was a team called the Philadelphia Bell. Yep. And apparently Vince Papale played two seasons for this league. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that sounds to me like a professional football. <laughs> so how about this? He lied about his age to the team. To get on the bell. To get on the bell, yes. yes. He said that he was 24 years old, but he was actually 28. Mm-hmm. And he had a decent season for them. 
and he played him. The the league only lasted two years. It was seventy four and seventy five. Yeah, he was in both of them. In fact, he caught the first ever pass that the league ever had. Okay, and as soon as that was over, he was on the Eagles. So, the movie there was no open tryout. There wasn't. There was not an open tryout for that, that Eagles. That's a oh that's a miss. That's the entire oh staple. My oh my god! What? <laughs> we are exposing the Disney line never ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was they that got was a burn. <laughs> the the house of mouse strikes again. <laughs> Are you sure? Yep. Are you serious? So Papali, I didn't hear that. Papali did participate in an open trial before earning his spot on the Bell roster. The filmmakers used that as the basis for the Fuck Eagles me. workout. This movie's a lot. His workout with the Eagles was by <laughs> invitation only. Wow, that so changes he, a lot. Yeah, he didn't just... changes the charm of this everything. This is far less inspiring. They, Suddenly, they it's just, all making sense why we all haven't heard of this guy before. <laughs> they, didn't just let, they didn't just let everyone in Philly try out to make the team. That so the, did not happen. The fact I didn't sing Fly, Eagles, Fly. It may have happened for the Philadelphia Bell tryouts, but not the Eagles. The Eagles did not slum it like that. Now, like, was the writer or director, I'm assuming, like, worship Philly or something? Because why, why would you go so far away? I you know. think this was just a uh, a journeyman guy. Well, because it, I would think you were to the inspiration of making it as a, an everyman, yeah, as opposed to a guy who was just playing professionally a like couple months a earlier. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not the same. Like you're not going to get fannies in the seats for that story. You're just not. Was like the WFO, I feel like like a triple A style thing. Like the am I saying that right? Yeah. Like the it one was, before you get to the the no, it's the not like it's minor level. league or something. It's it's, it's literally a different professional league oh. that was well, trying to compete compete with the NFL. Obviously, the NFL crushes things like that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's an inferior. It's product, a guy getting though. paid to right, play football. Right. Yeah. But it, yeah. they are not as they're not like the, the best players. The NFL already has those. Yeah. Well, it's not that they're not the best players. They're just in a different league. Now. I mean, Steve Young came from a different league, right? And so yeah. did Jim Kelly. Yeah, because okay. they were paid a, a king's ransom, yeah. though, to go to that league. The US Forty NFL. million. I mean, Steve Young is still getting paid by the LA Express. Is he really? Yeah, like <laughs> some sort of we, right. Like he he yeah, he LA got Express. this buyout. Like he he was so smart enough to figure out a way that like if in case he thought the league would go under, so he did something where he had he guaranteed where he got some sort of payout for like until he was sixty years old. Holy wow. shit! Yeah. So, for those that don't know, there was a competitive, uh, there's a competing football league called the USFL, which had some real good players such as Jim Kelly and Steve Young in there. Donald Trump owned a team, and they lasted a while, and then eventually they made the decision that they were going to compete directly with the NFL, and that was the end of them. Yeah, because the NFL just eat you. Supposedly, yeah. the greatest football game ever played was between um, Kelly and Steve Young, yeah. and no one has ever seen the game because it wasn't televised. <laughs> yeah, it was like 61 yeah, to 60. Yeah, they were yeah. just throwing touchdowns like, constantly. <laughs> the USFL came back this year, It though. came back, and I actually and watched it. no one it. noticed. <laughs> <laughs> the ratings, this is sad, the ratings beat hockey. <laughs> oh, wow. I believe it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> But I, I did like the current USFL product, and a bunch of players from that currently are in training camp with other teams. Did you like the XFL? I watched the XFL. Who was your team? Mafia? The Hitmen? Uh, the the Hitmen. Hit that was the New York team. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the, the XFL was just like watching NFL Blitz. You remember that game? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it was. It was just nonsense. Happening. What was that hockey video game from, like, the early 2000s? Hits. Where they would turn on fire? 
Hits. NHL hits. hits. Yeah. Yeah. I used to play that. <laughs> anyway, so the camp is all bullshit, and Mark Wahlberg gets picked, right? Yes. Uh, they mention the snowballs being thrown at Santa. Do you remember that happening? Yes. There's footage of it. I remember watching it on NFL Films. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, footage of the fans throwing snowballs <laughs> at Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what caused it? Or. I think that they were just in a surly mood. They were getting blown out, and then it was around Christmas time, and they trot, like in between a commercial break, they trotted Santa Claus out or some guy dressed as Santa Claus, and all the drunks were just like, thought it would be funny to just throw <laughs> snowballs at him. I like how you sugarcoated rabid Philadelphia lunatics to surly mood. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing this a long time. <laughs> He's like, I'm not getting angry emails. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see Mark Wahlberg jogging, and it's supposed to evoke Rocky, clearly. Yeah. yeah. It's like the same shots, right. you know. It's They should have just done I it. like that, though. They should have just done Gonna Fly Now. Just put it under it. <laughs> if you're going to rip off, just do it. How, right? many, how many montages is too many montages in a movie for you? Personal opinions. Because this movie has a lot of montages. Does it? I didn't notice. I'm like, it's not. It had, it had a few. Any sports movie has a the one varying time level. I've noticed montages that are just like over the top is Rocky Four, which is like eighty percent montage, right? <laughs> Have you seen Rocky Four? Oh yeah, I think so. That's the one where he fights Drago in Russia. In and, Russia, and, he, and he's training by lifting logs. Yes. Yeah, I guess <laughs> not, yeah. Yep. that's most of the movie. Yeah, and there's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that Stallone recut Rocky Four and took out the robot? No, that grosses me. Yeah, That's and when did he? Where did he release this new cut? It was in theaters, and it's on DVD. It was like a limited thing. How many years ago? This just happened, like this past year. Why oh, he felt he was? Was he forced by the by the? Uh... No, I think it was just his choice, and he's like, I don't like the little robot, and you know, he went in and he took it out. <laughs> wow. Did it make the movie better or worse? I didn't see it, but I really want to. You love the robot. Yeah, of course I do. It's so cheesy. Yeah. You know, it fits that movie. <laughs> I mean, it comes a long way from Rocky, you know, being a like a boxer who like lives out a long shot to there's robots in the movie. Love it. Yeah. That's <laughs> the natural progression of things. Eventually, we'll all be robots. So then he goes to training camp and they do the my name spelled wrong Rocky thing. Yes. With the exact Rocky dialogue. Uh, training camp, Apollo's getting yelled at a lot. And he keeps his wife's note. Yes, that's an inspiration. They laugh at him yeah. for it. Yes. Have you ever kept like a negative note that someone wrote you to motivate you? No. Did anybody ever want to motivate you in your entire <laughs> life? <laughs> I have. When I when I was fourteen, I dumped my girlfriend and she wrote me a hateful note. <laughs> I threw it out a year ago. You had it. I this had whole... it this whole time. Wow. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I threw it out one year ago. Oh man. Because I found it in a sock drawer and it's like, why do I still have this? Was it next to a clean sock or a special <laughs> dirty one? I don't do the sock thing. That's all you bring. <laughs> so. They go, they go on a date together, don't they? Yeah, he goes like, uh, well. And it, ma it makes Philly look like it's a nice place. Like they're walking down a block and they're all outside and like having like picnics. Do they go to and Pat's and, and Geno's? They go they to go Pat's to place, at one yeah. point. It's they don't say it's, it's Pat's, Pat's in the movie, <laughs> but it's clearly the exterior of Pat's the cheesesteak. It's place. called. Right. They say something in H. Have you ever been to Pat's? And I, I have been to Philly maybe two, three times my whole entire life. Okay. I'm not a Jersey guy. Yeah, I, but he loves Jersey. Why would he go to Philly? It's a shithole. No, it's, that's <laughs> not the reason why. It's just I've never had a reason to go, so I'm not really 
versed in in Philly attractions or landmarks. Okay, have you yeah. been to Trenton? Just over the bridge, where you can look over and see Trenton uh, makes, makes the world, the world takes. takes. Yeah, so TSD makes the world takes, right? That's where. <laughs> yeah, that's where you got it. That's where I got you know <laughs> crossing over a bridge one day. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's funny. <laughs> But in Philadelphia, there's these two cheesesteak stands directly across the street from each other, and they compete they're, with each other. They're world popular. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. like the touristy yeah. places. Pats, go. Pats and Geno's. In Liz the movie, Witt. they're clearly outside Pats, okay. if you've ever been. And I guess they don't want to pay Pat. Yeah, and they do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're paying a fucking shitload of money on songs. They can't yeah. afford to pay Pat. <laughs> the poor cheesesteak guy can't get a slice. Yeah, it's like <laughs> classic rock town. <laughs> <laughs> This movie, this movie is just the Q1043 playlist. <laughs> Local. <laughs> so uh, Vince Papali in this movie decides that he's not going to wear the regular pads. They make him too slow. Yeah. He's going to wear know. quarterback pads. Is that true? I don't know. I couldn't find anything about it. Considering that. the trend of what is true and not, I'm going to go with the hard <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a safe bet. Well, there's a guy, um, Bennett. Uh, he was a, a, a defensive lineman. Oh, I remember this guy. He wore quarterback pads, right? Yeah, because yes. he, he he wore these little tiny little pads, and it looked ridiculous. It didn't look like he was wearing anything under his jersey. And he always said that, like he felt that he had an advantage over not wearing those bulky ass pads. And this guy just retired recently, though. Michael Bennett. Yep. Yep. He had very small shoulder pads. Yeah, it looks yeah. like he's not even wearing pads when, like, when you see him in some yeah, it's some stills. Yeah, it looks like he's sleeveless in like this one picture. He played for the Eagles, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vince Papali probably loved him. You know, you could respect yeah. a guy. In a what did you fans. guys think of Wahlberg's portrayal of Vince Papali as a character? Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that, that chuckle says a lot. From him, Beaver hates Mark Wahlberg. I don't hate like, him. I just he just can't act. I think he's great. I love Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, I like the movie where the he, gets, Italian job. he gets attacked by plants. That's happening? Good that's, that's his best. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how anyone could watch this movie without finding out that it's a lie. Could walk away from it not loving it. You know, not loving the guy. It's a pure crowd pleaser. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm like, like, this guy's amazing. It's like, you don't watch... I want to hang out with Vince You don't Papali. watch Rocky, and at the right. end, you're like, I hate him. I'm but glad What do you lost. know about Vince Papali? Not a goddamn thing. Other than he, <laughs> right. he tried out... For, like, there was no characterization. There was no depth at all. He, he barely says any words. He just looks at people... And kind of observes things. Yes. And he runs a lot. Yeah. He, he was, like, nice sometimes, I yeah, guess. He was, he was never mean. Everybody else seemed to like him. I, I got <laughs> swept up in the spirit of things. <laughs> That's what I'm saying my whole life. Do you want to do a Mark Wahlberg impersonation? Mark Wahlberg is... I, I, I'm not going to hate on the guy, obviously, because I like what he, he comes out with. But he's just not the best actor. They surround Mark Wahlberg with really, really good actors. So it makes him seem better than what he is. He wasn't around really, really good actors in this. He was really everybody around that bar. Was Jackie Jr. Everybody in that bar scene is a better actor than Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Even the, even the salt... The, the Even swarth- the old ref. <laughs> <laughs> the swarthy guy with the mustache that they threw out for talking shit? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Mm. Do your Mark Wahlberg. Let's hear it. Well, it's basically just Mark Wahlberg in The Happening. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. What are you doing? No, why? He he, he does the voice race. He does the voice race. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when you're... It, it's like we the We can't get in groups bigger than four. We can't, yeah. <laughs> How are we going to think about it scientifically? <laughs> Put the, put, the, put the piece together. It's like it, I saw a guy lay down in front of a lawnmower. 
<laughs> it, like if you can't act, you raise your you raise your voice a little higher to like convince somebody that you're real. Like that's like a thing you do. Really? Yeah. Like when you're lying, you usually raise your voice. Oh. And that's like a rookie thing to do. That's why Brian's voice is so always yeah. high. Yeah. I'm lying. Every word I say is <laughs> a lie. It's not the fact that I sound like a prepubescent boy naturally. He's just lying. <laughs> He's always lying. But yeah, I just thought that you know, for a movie about a guy. And who doesn't have a lot of footage to throw to. Like, he doesn't have a lot of plays. He made, like, one play his entire career. So you're basically going to focus on him making the team. He wasn't given a lot of, like, heavy lifting. He was just had to just kind of look like, I'm determined. Right. I'm never going to give up. But I'm also never going to let you inside my head what I'm thinking <laughs> or anything, really. You had, like, there was no, like, he didn't connect with any of his teammates to, like, he became No, they friends. hated him. Yeah. Yes. Except for the one guy who showed him his fingers. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, like, even showing, like, a budding friendship would have been interesting. Yeah. Nothing. No, they made him, like... You're right. <laughs> it's the relationship. That's what he has. I think the movie tried to make up for that sort of thing with just the sheer athleticism of, of Wahlberg. Because he's running around and getting taken hits. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. He is, yeah. It looked like he was also not using a stuntman in some of those hits. No, in fact, according to the thing I watched this morning, it was all wall. Was oh, really? yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Which makes it more he impressive. He pulled a Tom Cruise. He pulled a Tom they Cruise. They gotta know it's me out there getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lay anybody down. <laughs> what, what really was weird about this movie, uh, which kind of took it away, too, was... You expect a relationship in any form, and there wasn't a single one. Not even in what about the girl? Barely. Yeah. Why am I the guy defending there this movie? Barely. It's your pick, Walt. <laughs> but I agree with you. Like, like even the love affair, the blossoming love affair, barely happens. It's so like there's no he calls chemistry. It off. <laughs> he calls it off. He's like, I can't do this. And she's like, That's fine. He doesn't connect. <laughs> He barely connects with the coach. He has one real conversation with him when he <laughs> yeah. makes the team, and yeah. it's and it's. We like, haven't had much time to talk. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only love affair they show is between the coach and his wife, and it's just the wife being like, "Stop being a dumbass." Yeah, that's it. That's the that's the extent of all the relationships in this movie. The even dad? the team doesn't the like each other. The, the team has no conversation. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I made a note. I'm like, you think a little team building would would hurt you? This like, movie is a giant psyop. It's really <laughs> weird. It's a ruse. It's weird. <laughs> so the team goes zero and six in preseason. Right. I was thrown off by yeah. the and, and the city is on the verge yeah, of they're, a mass suicide. Yeah. <laughs> they're devastated. <laughs> like the yeah. devils go 0 for 6 in the preseason. <laughs> how, how are you on the suicide hotline? Like, are well, you it really doesn't matter maybe they'll turn it around. You, know? you? you're saying that? No, you're you are so half glass. Preseason empty. doesn't matter. I'm every time I talk to you you're like they're going to lose every game. <laughs> they're never going to win ever again. I'm never going to see another victory. That is, I always feel that way in the regular season. Preseason, though, I mean, the half the team, the real half the time, the real team's not even out there. I like talking to you because you're the you're the only person le like more dour than I am about the Devils. So it's a breath of fresh air. You're like, I'm the optimistic guy. Yeah. You ever thought about like lighting up a Krauser? <laughs> So they, he makes the team, and their first game is against the Cowboys. And Which is a legendary franchise showed, with legends on the field. They show and Tom, Landry. Tom Landry. Which did? What did you think of that shot? As a, as artistically, what did you think of that shot when they showed when it Landry? Out. Well, it, he's far away. Yeah, which yeah. it was a it was a unique 
unique way to shoot that scene. Well, I think they're showing that mm. he's so much above them, and like, it's real. That shot is to like put into perspective that they're looking afar at this person that they admire, mm-hmm. that like they want to be them, you know, and it's mm-hmm. out of reach, and that's yeah. that's why like shots that. there. Yeah, okay. That was good. I thought maybe they're like we we can't find a Tom Landry lookalike. We gotta shoot this from we gotta shoot this from across the field. Make it field. like they're watching it on the TV. <laughs> Someone like, get me a fedora. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of his hat? Do you think there's a lack of hats in current NFL? Oh, hell coaches? yeah, yeah. I mean, I love the guy that wears a suit as the head coach, and it, like that's just gone the way of the yeah. dinosaur. They wear like Belichick has his ratty hoodie. Yeah. Could like, you imagine if Belichick this season just showed up like he's wearing three a piece? suit and he has like the Kanga hat, <laughs> like a newsy hat? Who is the one uh, with the Jets who love feet? Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. <laughs> the greatest of all time. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, Rex Ryan. He loved feet. Yeah, yeah. Like foot fetish. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody knew about it. When he would lose, they would use foot puns in the news. I remember, like, his last game as a coach, it was agony of defeat. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he also make his wife get a tattoo of Mark Sanchez on her ass? No way. She had a number. His starting quarterback. She had a number six tattoo. Yeah, like of the Mark Sanchez. Oh, on his jersey. on her shoulder. Though. Somewhere I don't know. I where. thought it was like so he could look at it when they were having no, sex. No, and he, he was so enamored with Mark Sanchez. And he has a oh, he has so a twisted. tattoo. <laughs> he has a tattoo of his wife in a Jets jersey, a number six jersey. Oh, okay. And she and her feet are like in the picture. This is so. So weird. it's like on his arm. Of like his wife. And once he left, he changed it to a Bills jersey. Yeah, he's wow. a buffoon, though. Yeah, you know, like he he just Was, can't stop like putting his foot in his mouth. I mean, I, I didn't mean it that way, but like <laughs> I'm seriously right. Doesn't he have a history of just saying really ridiculous shit? Getting he him in would trouble? just make bold claims yeah. and put the spotlight on him. Yeah, which it worked. Suspended his first, his first two years. It worked for the Jets because they made two championship games. Yeah. You know, was mm-hmm. he the coach when Brett Favre took his dick out? No, that was Mangini, Eric Mangini. Mm. What the fuck is wrong with football? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's happening. That's that's off season shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's nothing compared yeah. to today. There's a guy who had like 106 allegations of, like, attack, of yeah. attacking masseuses. <laughs> right? Is it yeah. like 106? It, yeah, it's some astronomical number. Yeah, it makes Brett Favre look like a choir boy <laughs> sending a, a photo of his genitals is, <laughs> to a reporter. Right? Was yeah. it to a reporter? No, I think it was that's a cheerleader. An, it's just an NFL greeting card, really. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a reporter, which it, I okay. It, a cheerleader makes more sense. Yeah, I think it was a cheerleader, and she brought it public. Oh, because okay. even Brett Favre, he has to know if he sends it to a reporter, she's got the scoop of the century. Sure, right? But I guess he just thought like, "Hey, I'm Brett yeah, Favre." Who was the one that drunk Joe Namath tried to make out with? I want to kiss you, Susie I'll... Colbert on Monday uh, Night. You know football. your shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah. With is this because you? <laughs> because I mean, is it because you just know Jet shit? And even like Joe Namath, fifty years retired from the Jets, you still keep up with X Jets <laughs> trivia. <laughs> it's, it's it's Jets shit, and I'm pretty good with like modern. Big football stories. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did did, did we watch? You had to be. Watching I was watching that game. that. Yeah, I was watching that game, and I remember thinking, like, "Wow, he's so t- lit, and he's gonna get take so much shit for this." I thought it was. I thought like the media was too harsh on him. It's such a great clip, though. I don't care what the team is doing. I want to kiss you. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was. I thought it was sad because we celebrate this guy for being a playboy his whole yeah. life, and he's still being a playboy. But now all of a sudden, mm. 
he's he's crossed the line where like he can't be a playboy because he's an old man now. <laughs> like, how do you fucking take the playboy out of Joe Namath? Uh, that's that's his, criminal. That's his whole thing, yeah. right? That in a fur coat. He says that that saved his life, actually. The fur coat or no, the Playboy? The play, like that incident. Yeah. Because he got sober after that. Oh, really? Yeah, after you know making a spectacle of himself at like <laughs> almost seventy years old. I wanted him to continue. Yeah. I want more stories. Like so that. they get crushed by the Cowboys. Yes. Who at this point they're are, are they a dynasty? They are the America's team. Yeah, they are. They're. Yeah, they've been in multiple Super Bowls. They the Steelers are about to take over, though, if it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, right? Steelers when they're when yeah when, are going on their way to winning their third one at this point. Okay. Yeah. But the Cowboys are still a powerhouse. Yes. Yeah, they are. Like they said, they are the fucking Cowboys and Hall of Famers up and down that roster. That Papali is that the Papali is playing against that day. Okay. Yeah. Is this the time when he messes up? So, yes. yeah, he messes up and gets yelled at by um He makes him a fool of himself. He, he did chokes. that actually happen? Did you, did you think so? Like, he made a fool of himself? I mean, it's a play that, like, happens... All the time. All the time. <laughs> like, to, to make it... To, for the makers of that film to make it so egregious that he I, got blocked? I've been tricked by Disney. It's as mundane as like if he had a ground ball or like yeah. shortstop, yeah. right? Yeah. They got him. <laughs> so if, if, just in case the listener didn't see this, he's, he's like, they do the kickoff, he's running straight, he's going after the guy with the ball, and he gets pretty close enough not to really grab him, but to go left or right. And he's expecting him to go left or right, and the guy just blocks him. They really That's make, it. They, re- <laughs> they really make it seem like they lost the game because of him. <laughs> it's one kickoff. Yeah. It's like, you stupid Mark Wahlberg. Why'd you do that? They make it like he ran on the field and punched the quarterback before right. he made a throw or something. It's like, no, that, that's so not... Then, so then Papali's at his low point. Yes. And he's driving around Philly, and what does he see to boost his spirits? He sees the boys playing in the lot. No, before that, the little kid. The little kid. Oh, with oh yeah. 83, yeah. Do you think he would... It was just an 83 jersey, or do you think it was just a Papali jersey? Because this is an era before, you know, what's a fan zone? Or uh, what's that? What's that? Fanatics. Fanatics. (laughs) What's Fanatics? They are currently the big sports provider. Like, if you want a jersey, you basically have to go through Fanatics. Oh, like a a merch company? Yeah, Yeah. they're a merch website. But Uh, they own all the sports shit, like autographs, everything. Mm. I'm going to say it was just an 83. It wasn't hit. It didn't have his name on it. I think it was the kid just took tape and put it on his shirt. Yeah, I mean, they made it seem like all of Philly is behind this Papale gentleman. Now we know that he's just another player that nobody gave a shit about. And it's like, why did we make this movie? What does Papale have on Disney? So, So he decides to play football in the rain with his friends. This yeah. is the Philly equivalent of the Top Gun volleyball scene. <laughs> That's what this is. They're muddy. <laughs> they are well, muddy. It's a town known for its horseshit. But that <laughs> that gives him his like spirit back to play. Yes. Like he discovers the love for the game, which he lost after one mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had to get it back. It wasn't even a mistake. Yeah, it wasn't even a mistake. Yeah. yeah, somebody blocked him. <laughs> and here I am watching it thinking, I hope he comes back from this. <laughs> 
So then, then we see the stands at a Giants versus Eagles game, and there's no f bombs. No, but, <laughs> but the Motor City at- Madman starts playing, and it, you get pumped. Wait, wait. What about, <laughs> what about um, the girl Elizabeth Banks? She's in the stands uh, with yes. her Giants her shirt. Giant shirt. And the no Eagles, one murders her. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Eagles fans are just like, leave her alone. <laughs> they throw some popcorn at her, and yeah. they're upper deck too. Yeah, Vince yeah. Papali couldn't get his friends any better seats. He's like, you gotta sit in the bleachers. Yes. Where you the nosebleeds. Where she may be raped. <laughs> Jesus. By <Andy>. animals. <laughs> that was happening at Jets games. What? You never heard this? How are I thought they were being felt up. They might have been being felt up. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Not not minimizing not, that, yeah. but I'm just saying, but like full on. I don't think there was full on uh, rape. Yeah, yeah. Not to get all Woodstock '99. <laughs> now, if this was a real movie about Philly, that would not have happened. Just a little couple of popcorn. It they would have like punched her in the face. It would have been horrible. It would have been brutal, right? So my friend is a Penguins fan, mm-hmm. and he went to a playoff game, Penguins at Flyers. And he was, and he's like, I have to pay a lot of money because if I sit up top, it's going to be bad. So he sat like lower, like mm-hmm. in the lower bowl, closer to the benches. And Pittsburgh won, and he said people start throwing shit at him. And he's like, actually, two uh, Flyers fans next to him were like, we're going to walk you out of the building. Him and he was with his now like fiance. But he, basically, he needed and Flyers man, fans. And that man was Vince Papali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vince Papali. That's, well. that's, that's Invincible 2. Yeah. <laughs> that's the <laughs> escape from, escape from Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they show the game. You know, he gets a tackle. They're all excited. Mm-hmm. And the game is on the line. It's a shitty Giants-Eagles game, <laughs> and there's a punt at the end of the game, which I was watching, and it's fourth and one. And I don't know about you, Walt, but in my head, I'm like, why are you not just going for this? Uh, yeah, well, because he already he's lost seven games in a row. I yeah. guess he's going to play it safe, and he's going to punt. And we know they care about the preseason games. <laughs> <laughs> so they punt. And this really happened. Yes. Vince Papali hits the guy, forces a fumble, and gets the touchdown. But pretty cool. unfortunately, in real life, <laughs> you know, right? You know, yeah. it, it, yeah, unfortunately, okay, in real know. life, it's called back because it's a penalty. No, no, no it's not a penalty. The touchdown didn't count. You, you can't advance a fumble. Right. That's what it that was. That was the rule at the time. Uh, they changed. Still it the rule. Then. So he Wait. ran into the thinking he get the touchdown and didn't realize it, which just stopped. Well, there, they or did he just they, get it and then stop. He went for it, and the refs were like, "No, it doesn't count." No, well, they would get the ball. Mm-hmm. Philly recovers the ball, but at the spot of the fumble. And you can't advance a fumble. In that situation. In that situation. Right. So you start the play there. But so, in real life, did Papali actually try to go for the yes, play? Yes, yes. He ran he into, ran into, into the end zone. Yeah, because almost They every, show the real footage. Yeah, because in, even in today's, they'll still do that. Players get so caught up and they don't remember the rules. Right. Right. There's a fumble. They grab it and they pick it up and they run into right. the end zone. Because on 99% of the plays, that would count. Okay. But not on a special teams punt. Punt? Yeah. Right. You would think that, uh, yeah, I guess you're in the moment, but if he was like that obsessed about football, you would like be like, all right, I got the ball. Well, you're just trying to win. You yeah, know? Yeah. If the refs don't call it and you get the touchdown. Right. Yeah. yeah. But okay. It is kind of sad, though, right? That, like, that-, <laughs> that Disney rewrites this, even <laughs> this, even his greatest moment. <laughs> Is still <laughs> has to be Disney fied. Yes. <laughs> and now comes the, the weirdest ending of probably any sports movie I think I've ever watched in my entire life. In my notes, I was like, wow, did that play happen? That's wild. 
it's over? <laughs> yeah. I did not know it's that dense. was the end of the movie. I was like, I was, I assumed like, I was like, there's like another half an hour coming. You could have just put him back into the bar and then have him congratulate it. No, just, oh, yeah, yeah, that's enough. We did enough. And that's because he had no more highlights. <laughs> there was no other th- footage worth shooting in his the rest of his career. They couldn't show his 15-yard reception. <laughs> I thought maybe the studio ran out of funding or something. I was like, what's happening? Man, I thought I liked this movie. <laughs> you still like it. It's a good it's not a bad movie, but it's just when you look at like the reality of it versus what happened. They printed the lie. It's just yeah, it's not real. So that is invincible. Uh you know, we basically told you it's a bunch of bullshit. See here here I'm thinking like we have a show where we talk about like historical things and the reality of situations and this is a fantasy movie. We're doing fantasy now. We should just end the show. We've been had. <laughs> no. Walt, you tricked us. Well, <laughs> in all the episodes you've done, is this the most inaccurate no. historical movie you've covered? No. Okay. Then. Uh, Gladiator. <laughs> Gladiator's, Gladiator's ridiculously inaccurate. stuff in it. <laughs> This is the one, though, because it's presented like the true story, right. which makes yeah. it feel so egregious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it definitely has, like, like I was expecting the exact details not to really stray too far, and they, they kind of went a little too the far. The fact that he yeah. played Pro Bowl before this. That, there wasn't a draft. <laughs> it wasn't a draft. That's the main... You I think invented a story that, that didn't exist at that point. It's not like you're playing with the facts. You invented falsity. The open tryout and just making that yeah. up is... Yeah. I didn't realize that was false, too. Yeah. I thought I knew a lot of things were not real, but I thought the tryout was a legit thing that happened. But and it's based on a real person, so it's still... You know, it still is history. It fits the show. Yeah, it fits. You oh, know. Yeah, we just, we, I, we, I, was, I was being... We just told silly. everyone, you know, the deal. So, the real, the real, so the what real were stuff. your uh, overall thoughts on the movie? Um, I, I would watch it again. <laughs> what would you give it? You would really watch it again? I'd watch it again. I enjoyed it, yeah. I liked it, too. Yeah, I'm a six, six and a half. Six and a half. But the, the lies are so egregious that I have to drop some points here. Okay. I got to give it like a, sa- a six. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, six and a half. Six. Six, six and a half. Six. I like the half. I, I'll give it an extra half just because it wasn't enjoyable. Six out of ten. I give it a three know? out of five, six out of ten. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's that's about What it. would be the circumstances where you'd be like, I want to pop this on again? Like, Well, because I think it was actually enjoyable. Like, I actually. Inspirational? Enjoy, a little bit. I, he'll yeah. watch it when the Super Bowl's it. on. He's like, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm going to watch, I'll watch <laughs> this. <laughs> I'll show that. <laughs> I think because I, I don't have as much attachment to that sport mm-hmm. that, like, I could still sit down and enjoy the movie for what it is. You can overlook just, all yeah, the yeah. lies yeah, and all, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. all the nonsense. Right, yeah. <laughs> His big mess up is just a normal play. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he got yelled. That's the most the coach actually like spoke with energy the entire time. Yeah. Is him just getting blocked. <laughs> so before we get out of here, Wait, what hold on, Walt. What out of ten? Oh my! I didn't know I was rating it. I give the the music, the score, the soundtrack. I don't even know if they released an official soundtrack, but if no, they did, I don't think so. You can hear I, it. Just put on the classic rock. <laughs> It's every day. I, I, I give them a lot of props for, you know, spending that kind of loot, what, what it must have cost to get all those songs. You got the mouse coffers. Yeah, and they... <laughs> I... I felt Wahlberg's... He's likable enough 
I, I just don't know if he made me like Papali. <laughs> you know, I just, yeah, I never. He's a nothing, him. right? Yeah, he yeah. just goes kind of like it was just nothing on, uh, nothing there to latch onto other than, you know, him making the team. I'd, I'd give it a two. Oof. Two out of five or two out of ten? Two out of ten. I, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was that well done. <laughs> I, I just felt like there was more, there was probably way more drama that they chose not to uh, reveal. Like all those players mm. probably like really being hooked on painkillers or something. <laughs> well, hostile to somebody coming in and off the street trying to take their jobs. They did a little bit of it. Yeah. yeah. But. I would have to think. I would like to see a little bit more realism in that camp, like him trying to make that team. You want like, them to private pile him, hit him with soap. Like he opens his, <laughs> he opens his locker. There's like a turd in his helmet. <laughs> I did like the finger scene, which uh, we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk no. about. All right, you want to explain the finger scene? There's a, there's Is that the same thing as the uh, finger scene when you're doing wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> the re your wrestling move. <laughs> um, they have a scene where. Uh, one of the veteran guys, uh, I guess he's a linebacker. He's a center. 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 He, which, uh, for some reason, he says, I'm a center. I hate everybody. Which, are you under no the impression sense. that centers, the person that hikes the ball are, to the quarterback, are particularly, like, are feisty? The, are the most antisocial on the team? Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't aware of Maybe that. Maybe because a hand is by their crotch all yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just gets hit, like, constantly from the biggest guy. Yeah, uh, they do yeah. take a lot yeah. of punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he moves into his room with, with Vince at the camp. He steals yeah. his bed. And they get into a bit of an altercation where it ends with the guy grabbing him by his throat, essentially, and showing him that uh, when his fingers have weight on them, they kind of light up. With they a, turn white. They turn white. I've seen that in other football movies before. Where so. if, you're, if your weight is forward, your knuckles are white. Yeah. If their weight is back, your knuckles are red. And he's able to tell when the attack is coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little tidbit. I, I yeah. enjoyed that. So before we get out of here, I didn't tell you, Walt, but a couple of weeks ago, I was I have a bird infestation in my dryer vent, and I was cleaning it out. What? what? And as I was cleaning <laughs> it out, I fell and hit my head. And after this happened, I gained the ability to see people's past lives and who they were in their past life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay, it, it all right. It only works with guests of the show. <laughs> What's a bird infestation? They like made a nest in my dryer vent. That part's true. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell a full. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. But, but I was voice dropped. Coincidentally, <laughs> every person I like meet, every guest on this podcast, they're always someone famous in a past life. All right. And I'm able to see who they were. And it's someone that died before they were born. But you, with the help of our two history experts, you had 10 <laughs> questions to determine who you were in a past life. Okay. So you can ask any question, and I will answer to the best of my ability within reason. Okay, so you guys get to ask questions too? They, no. can, they can guide you and give you tips and aid. Okay. And if they take a guess and they're wrong, they're out. Okay, should I ask if I was a male or female in my past I life? That's a good, that's a good that's one. Guess, guess who rules? That's yeah. a good start. Yeah. Was I a, a male or female in my past You're life? You're a man. Okay. That narrows it down by 50%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't say, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> can you see? Be honest. No, I can't. I can't okay. See. It's fine. Okay. Um, um, maybe we should talk about era. 
Right? <laughs> okay. No, I can't see. That's How would fine. you phrase that, though? Um, did I, I play I, in an era with I, I was, television? I would. That's a good one. Or yeah. not that I play, but did I live in a? Did I live uh, in an era where television existed? Yes, for a portion of your life. Okay, so we're talking. 1950s. But a portion means portion that it, tele- television was invented in this person's right. life. Maybe 40s. Yeah. Um, older person. Okay. So we've narrowed it down somewhere between the late 1800s <laughs> and the early <laughs> 20th century. Um, let's ask if you were in the arts. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's always a good move. Yeah. You were in the arts. So an okay. entertainer of Ent- sorts. An entertainer, possibly. Oh, and I didn't say this. There's always parallels between this person's life and your actual life. Okay, so what are you known for? Could be radio You're stuff. You're a podcaster. I wish I wasn't just known for that. All TV right. personality. Uh, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Not at all. Um, Comic artist. Uh, that's even Actor. A bit bigger Thesbian. stretch. <laughs> um, okay. Um, He's got a utility did I, belt. Did, did I have a radio show? Ah, I'm not sure if this person had a radio show. Well, you got a computer. You are a comic. <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> if this person had a radio show, it was not a big part of their career, so I'll say no. So their main form of How art many questions am I down now? That's four, I think. How many okay. do we have? Ten. Ten. Oh. You're a comic book man. Perhaps this is in the world of comic books. You said the arts. It's definitely possible. W- would it be... Would I be known more for... Drawing or performing? This person did a lot of everything. So he definitely did some drawing as well as performing. So that's five. I was going to say. He also did some drawing as well as performing. He's known for everything. But he has to be known for something more than the other. Hmm. I don't know. That's five, right? That's five. He has to be you could ask his country of origin. That's always a good one. Shall we ask his country of origin? What's his country of origin? American. Oh, He's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you ask that? <laughs> that, that, that? That gets rid of Charlie Chaplin. Um, I don't think Charlie Drew. I don't. I don't know anybody who draws except yeah, like in the '40s. Bob Kane. Well, who, that guy who, who made who Batman. Were some of the like the, the first comic book <laughs> artists around that time. No. Like, wasn't people? like Superman Shegel and Schuster time, right? and Bob Kane, Kirby, Stan Lee. What about that guy you like who draw the little Abner guys? Windsor McKay? The one the one with the with the little kid. You Nemo. Like, you like Nemo. little Abner? He, he loves little Nemo. <laughs> Nemo. Nemo. Yeah. Nemo from, I just from said, Slumberland? Windsor McKay. Yeah. yeah. He loves them. Oh, yeah, I love it. That's like the only comic he likes. I have the... Uh, <laughs> well, no, well my friends are fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> I have the book. Yeah, they're like the, giant uh, books. The original yeah. newspaper... Uh, clippings of it. That's like it's this big, legit. Like uh, the this audience is can't a little bald boy in a nightgown, <laughs> right? No, no, no. It's just a regular. He loves it. Yeah. <laughs> just as a little boy, though, right? It's a little boy. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So basically, like, he's, where did you? I, I like exposed I to this. The, so my parents bought Little Nemo in Slumberland, the cartoon movie in the nineties. They didn't know what it was. <laughs> did it's, you ever see that? No, but I, I'm familiar with Little Fairly Nemo. Fairly horrifying. For a child, it's not like... It's not, it's not a kid's movie. It's, it, they didn't know. But I loved it. I was like, this is fucking awesome. And then uh, I was in a comic book shop with Brian over here, and I saw this massive Little Nemo book, and I'm like, Brian, what is this? And I, I looked it up, and I'm like, I need to buy this. It was like $80, to $80 or something like that. It's probably the size of your TV. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> whoever, whatever store you're in, that guy was like, I thought I was never getting rid of that little Nemo there's, fucking book. You're the one man who likes comic strips from the Gilded Age. It's too long. It's too well, long. You definitely, you definitely were when you were managing the yes. sketch. You if saw I, that come in and oh, you were yeah. like, and I, and I I'm saw, not getting this. <laughs> but if I saw a guy that was like wanted to buy it, I would be doing anything to make sure I made that sale. <laughs> I love. You're the first person uh, that's it. come in in, a, in the last 20 years who knows what little Nemo is. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, the art is like incredible for that time period, and he yeah. he did personal drawings for Disney. He okay, would, like send him stuff for his birthday, and it, it was okay. he's a good artist. Yeah, it's cool. You, what's his name? Windsor McKay. Do you want to ask if I was Windsor McKay? You're out if you get it wrong. <laughs> I'm out if I get it wrong. Uh, I I, there's no way he's going Windsor McKay. No, uh, That's too obscure. He doesn't have the only... It's always someone famous. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I don't think there's enough a parallel oh, between okay. the two. Um, what about um, Charles Schultz? That's a good guess. Well, I don't think he died before you were born, because didn't he? Oh, just did died? you say that? Yeah, he died before well, you, you were born. You in a past life, right? Yeah, when he oh, okay. when this person yeah, died, yeah, you're right. you their spirit forgot. went into okay. your body. All right. What year did Disney die? Oh, because he did he did everything, and his name is Walt, and his name's Walt, and he picked a Disney movie. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, well, well, before so I'm not out. I'll go. Well, you, D- did, yeah. did this man also dabble in theme parks? Yeah. There's no answer Well, Ryan, I'm gonna. I'd like to solve the puzzle. The old man from Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. Is it Peachy Universal? <laughs> um, is it Walt Disney? It is Walt Disney. Yeah. Oh. So, I did it. so there are parallels, okay. you know, Definitely. obviously the Walt thing, which mm-hmm. is not the main parallel. You're both artists, right? <laughs> Fought in World War One. <laughs> <laughs> did he really? Yeah, he was a medic. Oh, okay. So, you know, you've, you created like a little, like theme, a, park. theme park of sorts, you know? An empire? Pe- like you, you started with a little thing and you spent spawned it into something bigger. Okay. You host uh, shows of content like Disney like did. Disney. You have bigger ideas. I plan know. to be cryologically <laughs> frozen yeah. uh, uh, upon my when I'm when I when I get become gravely ill. I've told my <laughs> wife to make sure to look into that. But you know, there's a lot of parallels. Businessmen wow. Do you Artists. plan on creating falsified movies about sports heroes? <laughs> uh, I would give, love give enough to. time on a Frank Five rewind. Uh, my first one, I have a, like a Martin Brodeur story, oh my God. where he doesn't marry his <laughs> his, 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 his uh, brother's sister, wife. Whatever that crazy, fucked up, incestuous story is. Oh, he married his sister. I want to hear this. What, what happened? Oh, you didn't know this? No. Rangers fans call him Uncle Daddy for this reason. <laughs> My father-in-law. That's very good. My man. father-in-law. Every time I go in to to my in-law's house, he goes, "How's Uncle Daddy?" <laughs> I didn't know your father-in-law was a comedic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Artem Brodor broke up with his wife to marry his brother's sister. sister. No, his, his brother's brother, wife. What? Right. His his sister-in-law. No, his sister-in-law. His wife. But in my version of the Martin Brodeur story, 
he meets a girl, a small town, and in they Canada. fall in love. Yeah, and it's never even. There's no. We blood. should totally do that or, on green screen. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a, a Patreon thirty minute special, the Martin Brodeur story. You could play him, Brian. We've already discussed your Goldie Prowse. <laughs> uh, hold you guys want to just talk for a second? Well, I just I want to get to the bottom of this Uncle Daddy thing. Yeah. Uncle um, Daddy? You get to the bottom of it? I feel like you've already touched it. I mean... Is there more? Is um, it like... All right. Did Ready? He, do some fucked up he married Melanie Dubois in August 1995, with whom he has four children. That's his first wife. That's his first wife. She filed for divorce during the 2003 playoffs amid reports that Brodeur was having an affair with... Genevieve Nault, the wife of Melanie's brother. So it was his oh, in-law's wife. Oh. Yeah, okay. That's not nearly That's as not spicy. not as bad. No. Oh, it's kind of make Christmases very, very difficult. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah. He won a cup in 2003 playoffs. So. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, in 2012, he yeah, he should have been looking up all his relatives. Yeah, exactly. Or, or <laughs> <laughs> Is he a Quebecois? He is a yeah. Quebecois, yep. He's, he's quite French. French. Yeah. Now he has a token position with the Devils, <laughs> where he just shows up and makes money. Yeah, what does he do? He yeah. announces picks. Yeah, he, their, their first round annual pick. He's a human mascot, right? Yeah, like, like has, Chico. Yeah, he is. Well, Chico actually works. He announces games. Brodor just shows up, sits in a box, yep. and like walks around, and they wheel him out when they need to do something. They're like today, you're meeting a bunch of fans, and like he's like, all right, and he stands there for like you know like an hour and sees and Ticket holders get their picture with him. And How did it. you not meet him yet? I met him. Oh, you did? Why yeah. did you not pay for him to be at your wedding instead of the mascot? <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't want Martin Brodeur around. Any, 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 anybody get married? <laughs> that would have been something if Brodeur <laughs> showed up. Your wife is very beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that does it for this uh, sports-themed episode. Shall we say goodbye, then? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah, it's time to say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. No, uh, Thank well, you for having me. Yeah, I wanted to thank us. you for doing the show. Hope no, you no had problem. fun. I did. It's very, very I fun. hope we get you back in a future episode, maybe for a more real <laughs> and bloody historical yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, something, something on the action. opposite end of the spectrum. Something yeah, we'll really go intense. really dark. We'll do like Schindler's List. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you again for okay. joining us. Um, <laughs> my sign-off is going to be a little more awkward because you're here, but I'm like a robot where I'm programmed. I have to say the same wait, things. Wait, wait till you hear this. Okay, well, yeah. you got a you got a like a characters and uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love this. Yeah. yeah. What kind of robot are you supposed to be? Oh no, like, it's not. I'm just. I'm literally like a robot where I have to say the same oh, thing. Like if he doesn't say his script, he explodes. He I, I fuck up. I fuck up completely. I thought you were gonna role play as a robot. Like this is. This you know, is I think Brian Rupert signing yeah, off. You know, I'll you tell you that. the truth. It's you not far off. That. Like Nomad. You yeah. have to do that. Man. Do it. All right. I want to give a big thank you to Walt 
and tell them Steve Dave for letting us record at TESD Town Studios. Come on down to Hazlitt, New Jersey. Visit <laughs> Walt and get him. Buy some merch. Tell them Rupp sent you. You don't. You don't have to do this. It's better than you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this shucking and jiving. You, you, you can record here whatever you want, and you don't have to do any of this. This I is just so feel sad. Like obligated. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the Rocky yeah. Robot. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Happy birthday, Paul. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye.